0: You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show Friday edition. I hope everyone's getting excited for the long weekend. Matt and I won't be here Monday due to the holiday weekend. A lot of fantasy football drafts to be had. I have one, Matt. I know you have. One with some longtime buddies. That is always fun. I've been getting some photos sent to me today from past drafts. Some folks getting really (laughs) excited about uh, shenanigans that will be happening this weekend. Today's program all about awards, predictions, and who will be the Super Bowl champion in 2021. Well, actually, it'll happen in 2022 for the 2021 season. Matt and I making our NFL season predictions on today's program. Uh, don't forget about the Locked On Podcast Network Ultimate Season Preview. It's happening now through September 8th. Every team, every division, with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora, follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed. It's on its own separate feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts at BD Peacock on Twitter, at Williamson NFL, Get those questions in early. Any thoughts you have over the weekend, whether it's about your fantasy drafts, the NFL, about our predictions, getting ready for that Tuesday, that Twitter Tuesday coming up next week. Uh, we've got a packed week to get ready for the, the beginning of the year next week, so it might be a short Twitter Tuesday, it might be a Twitter Thursday, but we will get to some questions next week at some point before the start of the season, I promise. Matt, let's make some predictions, huh?
0: Yeah, let's do it. I mean, big day here. It's uh, my, my son's 15th birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. Yeah, happy birthday, and, Michael. And to celebrate, I am going to finish talking to you, run through the shower, and go to Deep Creek, Maryland for the weekend with my buddies. So my son always gets a short end of the stick on that, but, you know, he appreciates it with his fantasy uh, prowess nowadays. In younger years, he gave me a little bit of a harder time about it, but we'll <laughs> do something nice for him on Labor Day when we return, a little late, but yeah. such is life. I'm ready to dig in, man. I mean, but when we talk next week, it's game week. I mean, it's considering we don't record Monday, we're going to record Tuesday. There'll be a game Thursday night, regular season. Let's roll, dude.
1: Yeah, let's roll. It's getting close. <laughs> it's coming fast. I can't wait. We talked a little bit off the air about past... Uh, Labor Day weekends and fantasy football drafts. And I had one in California that was 114 degrees a couple years ago. uh, Got some funny photos sent to me. And you said yours to be 40 degrees. What the heck?
0: We're going to Deep Creek, Maryland. We rent a boat and we're right on the lake. And we just got a weather report. It's beautiful right now and it's beautiful there. But some of the evenings might go sub 40 degrees. So like my buddies from Jacksonville and San Diego and all these places coming in. The, the, they're like throwing a sweatshirt for me. I didn't pack anything. It like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, will be giant fire. It I might be kind of awesome.
1: nice for those that are oh, yeah. kind of over the heat all summer long.
0: That's right at my alley, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah me kick too. Kick back with a huge fire, and yeah, that's yeah, fine forty degrees.
1: Me. Williamson kicking it with with shorts on.
0: Oh sure. yeah, without question. With the fire right there, <laughs> of
1: course. Fire might be too hot. Your fantasy team is going to be fire.
0: Oh, no question.
1: All right. Uh, let's talk MVP. Let's start there. We'll work, okay. we'll work our way through the, the season awards here for player individual player awards. We'll talk about some division winners and playoff teams, then pick our Super Bowl winners this season. But uh, you get to have the honors. Matt, who is your MVP pick for the yeah, 2021 I, season?
0: I, I kind of want to have a discussion. Okay. Because to to be very honest, I mean, if I said to you, I'll take the field and you can have Mahomes. Would you say yes?
1: I would take the field.
0: Okay, I would take Mahomes.
1: Mm, wow.
0: So I don't want to take the the, the super low hanging fruit. Okay. I
1: mean
0: I think he's just such the leader in the clubhouse. I mean, he... although Brady has a pretty easy schedule, um you know, But I, I think I would take Mahomes over the field, which is saying a lot. That's the only position I would do
1: that at. That's crazy. I mean, that's saying a lot. And and Mahomes it should is. definitely be the favorite, and he probably will be the favorite in most years of his career unless something goes right. very south. I think weapons-wise, it's not quite the level it once was. Uh, I know they've done a lot to fix their offensive line, but is there some cohesion maybe early in the season? I think late season's more important than early season, though, when it comes to these awards, which probably benefits someone like uh, Patrick Mahomes in this sort of a situation.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Um, you know, we saw them struggle in the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, they're in the limelight. Lots of, you know, lots of focus on them. But the three names I wanted to throw out that I'm a little more intrigued in if I were to bet on are Russell Wilson, who's not exactly a long shot, mm. Matthew Stafford, who I think is a nice bet, and then a little bit longer shot is Justin Herbert in year two. And... Well have some more charger talk as we talk about these different categories but I think Herbert's really good.
1: I do too. I love the Herbert one. Um Herbert at the odds is a really good one and it's funny that you mentioned Russell Wilson because that's my pick and he was that- the MVP last year for half the season. He's kind of been close. Um, I think the changing of an offensive coordinator is pretty telling there. I think Massive. some efficiency could come up, but there's still going to be big plays. I like some of the weapons on the outside. They added some more speed to that offense, and he's such a good deep ball thrower. DK Metcalf, you know, is really entering his prime as just a stud wide receiver for the Seahawks, and they're going to have to score some points. And uh, I like I, I like Russell Wilson to keep it going for more of the season. So that's my pick. He's going to put a full season together instead of a, a half of an MVP season.
0: That's a great one. I love the coaching change. We mentioned it's Fantasy Weekend. I would love, I'm I'm sure I won't be able to pull it off, uh, Wilson, Lockett, Metcalf, Stack, and Everett is my last pick. You know, I I think their passing game is going to be really good. And and I think Eskridge helps.
1: To your point, though, man, Herbert is a nice one. The year two, you know, does he take that jump? Um, We've seen some young quarterbacks, when they have that much talent and everything's clicking, And we saw it with Mahomes year two. We saw it with uh, Josh Allen in year three. But I think obviously clearly coming into the league as a rookie last year, Herbert was ahead of where Josh Allen was. And Josh Allen's not a bad pick either for uh, MVP. Pretty much enter, you know, plug in one of the top six quarterbacks in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers. You know, uh, those are all good Mm. picks for MVP this year. And it sucks that it's become and we talked about this is like, are we going to even talk about offensive player of the year? Because like MVP is going to be an offensive player and probably going to be a quarterback.
0: Yeah, and I almost feel like they should do it differently and make Offensive Player of the Year quarterbacks aren't eligible. You know, sort it have been a Derrick Henry or a McCaffrey two years ago. Somebody like that is how they should do Offensive mm-hmm. Player of the Year. So I think it's kind of a dumb award.
1: Do you have anybody, since we didn't really plan Offensive Player of the Year, do you have a non-quarterback that you really like that's going to be the guy this year?
0: I mean, I think McCaffrey's the— I mean, I'm just sitting there thinking this is almost the same honor as first pick in your fantasy draft, you know what I mean? If Henry stays healthy, that's my question, is will he stay healthy? He could be a really good one. I mean, McCaffrey and Cook kind of stand out. Those top three receivers stand out. But the problem is, if it's Diggs, Hill, or Adams, isn't the vote going to go to Mahomes, Allen, or Rogers?
1: Right. yeah, exactly. You know? Uh and so I, I like Adams as sort of that non quarterback award because of Aaron Rodgers and because he's so clearly the number one guy and because he's so impossible to cover right now, it's just everything is clicking there. Is it is it going to be sort of a scorched earth Aaron Rodgers um sort of a revenge tour? Like or or is he like maybe mentally reaching the end and hasn't fought enough about football all uh, off season long? That that's a fascinating team right there, the Green Bay Packers, where they're at? Because they were 13-3. and It's hard to be better than they have been the last couple of years.
0: Right, right. No no question about it. I mean, I think McCaffrey and Cook are good ones because they won't be overshadowed by their quarterback. I mean, what if – I mean, I'm just kind of making things up as I go along, but what if Derrick Henry misses eight games, but A.J. Brown is awesome? You know what I mean? And that passing game carries the Tennessee Titans to – The division lead in a bad division. Maybe A.J. Brown wins. I like that. A.J. Brown
1: is a good one because I think he's better than Julio. Julio has bigger name value, but in their respective careers, A.J. Brown is like the dude. And we know that there's a very good chance that a running back will get hurt. And we know that there's a very good chance that Julio Jones will get hurt. So 16 games of A.J. Brown and maybe carrying Tannehill in that offense while potentially Derrick Henry misses some time or Julio Jones misses some time, although – Derrick Henry's a cyborg, so as far as running backs go and projecting injuries, <laughs> right. it's hard to do with him as much as it is any other running back that's existed pretty much in my lifetime.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right
1: on that. But, uh, who was your MVP? Did I miss that? My or just, offensive? It's, Mah- it's Mahomes, your MVP?
0: Yeah, yeah I just okay. didn't want to be so boring. That's why I wanted to throw other names out. But I wanted to go to the extreme and say, I'll take Mahomes against the field. I think that's a pretty big statement.
1: That is, That is a huge statement. That is That is a wild thing to say, and it's not even that crazy. It's like, you know, no, it's so that's that's uh that's saying something and, and it's definitely, you know, props to the young man and the offense and you know, he has some weapons. Who's wide receiver two? Maybe I have a question, but it, it looks mm-hmm. like it's gonna be a pretty good situation again for Patrick Mahomes this year. Next, we've got defensive player of the year, rookies of the year. We'll talk playoff teams and Super Bowl picks coming up. Did you know the Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone like coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. If you don't know, now you know. And they've always got special flavors running through like grasshopper cookie. You know, like Thin Mints? Yeah, that one. It's really good. Uh, Peanut butter, though, is my favorite. What is your favorite flavor? If you're not sure, you can do a mixed box of Built Bars. Not only are they the best-tasting protein bar on the market, they're healthy, too. 17 to 18 grams of protein in every bar. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 or 5 grams of sugar and only 4 or 5 grams of net carbs. Also, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So go to built.com. use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com All right, Matt. Uh, a lot was said there because Pat Mahomes is too easy of a pick. And yeah, Come on. Come on, Matt. You got to go out on a limb. No. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Those are our MVP picks. Let's talk defense, Matt. Who do you like for defensive layer of the year
0: all right i'm gonna throw this out you real quick and i think i know the answer but if i gave you aaron donald or the field (laughs) you're taking the field
1: right Uh, to to be honest with you i would probably take donald versus the field more than i would take mahomes versus the field because i think there's enough of high-end quarterbacks with enough cachet to win an award on defense it's that much more difficult if donald's great again it's going to be his award i would take the field on both accounts though
0: okay okay um, I would not take the field in that one. I just think there's so many good young players, especially on the defensive line. Nick Bosa, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, uh, Joey Bosa's my one, my long shot, but my pick is Chase Young.
1: He's a monster. He's just and, and a monster. He could go absolutely crazy. I think sometimes some of these awards, MVP defensive player of the year, it needs to be a team award in some cases too um so if washington is as good of a defense as i think they are and they won the division last year and if they're you know an above 500 division winner this year i think that would help his case and everybody knows him he was a high draft pick i think a lot of cases and i think that's why josh allen might be a sneaky pick for mvp this year is because you're it's almost a year behind sometimes after a breakout because you need to you need that cycle need like a big payday or you know a super high draft pick or a big run of the playoffs you need to get uh, a season ahead you know you need to put out your trailer for a season before your feature film comes out sort of say so <laughs> yeah. you know i think for that reason somebody like um fred warner who just got paid could be a nice dark horse defensive mm-hmm. player of the year because now everyone knows who he is and he just got paid and became the highest paid linebacker in the nfl uh, even though he's a third round pick and he's been great for a long time now he's got the all pro under his belt and he's got the big money contract and i think people will be watching more closely that said aaron donald um Again, he's just—he's a different guy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy how good he is, how hard he is to block. Um, it's hard not to pick Aaron Donald for this type of award.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's—it's it's a little too boring, but I mean, I have all respect in the world. Plus, he's a pit guy. Um, I gotta love that. Uh, the, my my logic on Chase Young though is, as you said, wow, he's a freak. Is he? Uh, he's a cyborg too. I mean, he's a predator. But he still had a lot of work to do with technique after his rookie year. So, assuming he puts in the work, I mean, I think he goes past Watt and Gar- even Garrett as the top-edge guy in the league.
1: Yep, uh, I could absolutely see that happening. Uh, speaking of other edge guys, I think we need to mention TJ Watt. I yeah, think That's yeah. a good one. Um, he could go absolutely insane this year. Both Bosa brothers could potentially do it. Nick Bosa. Yep. Is looking like all reports are he's better than he was and he missed last year people forget maybe how good he was as a rookie he's he is like at his peak he's better than his brother joey he's a freak I think so, so too. Yeah. like he could be it could be one of those situations where it's the 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 next generation of just super stud edge guys in nick bosa versus chase young at the end of the year you know it could be one of those things
0: yeah oh i, I definitely think that's dead on Miles Garrett, I think, certainly deserves consideration mm-hmm. too. I mean, it would is, not shock me at all.
1: Is this the year um, that Miles Garrett has that otherworldly season? Because he's been really think, good and he hasn't been but he hasn't had that holy crap 20 sack freak of nature season that he's capable of.
0: I think so. I mean, he got COVID and some injuries and stuff, and then the year before that he got suspended. So he hasn't been able to finish the year. The way he started the, this first last two seasons, and uh, this might be the
1: year. And you know what? I like that so much. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change <laughs> That's I'm your gonna, pick, huh? I'm gonna go Miles Garrett. I think the Browns have that. Um, the Cloudy Browns are a help. good team, they're gonna be in it late in the season, they're gonna be a, a high profile team this year. And Miles Garrett is just too talented, he could absolutely go nuts. And oh, I love it, I love it. Miles Garrett, let's go. What about rookies of the year? Any favorite rookies on the offensive side of the ball for you, man? Can Kyle Pitts win it? Yes. I think he can. I mean,
0: 1,100 yards, a lot of clips on Center. I think he can. Uh, the quarterbacks are obviously a leader in the clubhouse, but I think Lance and Fields get late starts. I think Wilson and Lawrence have tough situations and don't put up many wins. Mac Jones is a little boring, but man, what if they win 10 games and he's a starter for 17 of them? I think he's the a, a, a pretty solid bet right now. But I'm going to homer it out with Najee Harris. I just think he's going to get Lev Bell workload.
1: Yeah, the workload for Najee Harris really gives him a leg up against the other non-quarterbacks, I think. Uh, Kyle Pitts, just where he was drafted, people are going to be watching for him and if he gets, you know, all of the Julio Jones targets which weren't that many actually last year Uh, i was looking at earlier i think it's only like 60 70 targets julio jones had last Mm, year calvin ridley's gonna be the number one but uh, new offensive coordinator you know veteran quarterback how much do they target him it kind of takes a while for tight ends sometime but he's so talented i would not be shocked at all and and the the red zone usage too if he racks up 10 like if he gets 100 targets and ends up having you know eight nine ten touchdowns like he's totally capable of doing that rolling out of bed and that could be a rookie of the year right there on offense I have my actual pick which is a quarterback because I think it's going to mm-hmm. end up going sure. to one of those first round quarterbacks uh, but my dark horse pick is actually Devontae Smith and I think I was gonna mention, he's going to end up being the number one wide receiver clearly in the Eagles offense I don't know if the Eagles offense is going to be good enough for him to have sort of a Justin Jefferson type of season but the dude gets open the dude is so good of a receiver I know he's skinny I know he wasn't the first wide receiver selected but He's a stud. I'm going to go Devontae Smith as my dark horse. Um, and and who who do you think is the actual winner?
0: I'm going to go with Najee. Oh, I Najee, mean, yeah. if I would, I, I think it'll be a quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I would put the bet on Najee. Um, I like your Smith one. I think he will lead rookies in receptions, which in itself should put him in the hunt. And I don't know what the odds are, but I bet they're pretty long. I would throw a buck on Elijah, on Elijah Moore.
1: Ooh, I'm going to go with Elijah Moore's quarterback. I think there hasn't ah, nice, been enough. Nice. Be- for some reason, Zach Wilson gets lost in it, and he played so good in the preseason. I, To be honest, I think Trevor Lawrence, he's been anointed. He's the number one overall pick. If he plays well, uh, he's going to get it, I think. Tis the lose. I think someone has to really clearly beat him out, and I think that could happen because there could be some more wild plays for someone like Zach Wilson. Or uh, Justin Fields, but it's hard to pick Fields because you don't know when he's going to get the job. If Justin Fields gets the job in the first couple of weeks of the season, then I think he'll have enough wow plays that it could be Justin Fields. And I would probably go there, but I'm going to go Zach Wilson.
0: Okay, okay. I like it.
1: And Defensive Rookie of the Year.
0: I don't know a lot of these odds, but I do know Micah Parsons is clearly the leader in the clubhouse in terms of Vegas odds. I'm not going that way. My long shot is Zayvon Collins in Arizona. Mm. But my pick, I'm really torn between Jamin Davis in Washington. You're seeing a trend here. I kind of like Washington's defense. And Jalen Phillips with Miami. I I think that's going to be one of the absolute steals of the draft.
1: My pick is, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't know if there's going to be enough big plays, but I think Patrick Sertan is is too good good, too ready to play early in his career. Uh, he had tough a nice,
0: award for corners. It though. is
1: super tough. He's going to have to have some more yeah. pick sixes like he had in um, in that preseason game. But there's no, I mean Parsons, yeah, but I don't know if he's going to. I don't know about the rest of that defense. Do you are, right, are, are right, like going to look at tackles the right at the defense. end of the year and Parsons has more than the other guys maybe and gets it. I don't know if there's enough around a linebacker right now, and there's no super. Top 10 high-end Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa's out there in this year's draft to win it. So an edge player is going to be hard. There's one in Indianapolis that I think could be maybe a sneaky pick there, uh, sort of like your Jalen Phillips pick. Uh, but I'm going to say Patrick Sertan just because he was drafted so high. He has the name value, and I think he'll get enough publicity in a in a good defense there and have an opportunity to make some big plays and potentially win that award.
0: I like it. I like it quite a bit. Uh, I, I just got distracted there for a second because my phone blew up that the Steelers just traded for Akello Willer, Witherspoon, the corner from Whoa. Seattle. They've had some they've had some corner issues. I'm going to have to dig into that. I have a feeling I'm going to be doing radio hits the whole way to Maryland now because well, they, i got to figure out, do some homework on Akello Witherspoon. Well, but if you need the scouting report, I watched
1: him for four years in San Francisco pretty closely, so...
0: Tell me what you think. Well, I think and it's then telling get back that to this quickly.
1: I think it's telling that in uh in an eight-month period, two teams have already moved on from him.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I assume it's very little compensation. You know what's you know, funny though is he up. had
1: a lot of helium early in Seahawks camp. And it was one of those where, because he's long, athletic, yeah, uh, good feet for being a 6'3 corner, not Outside guy, right? Really. Yeah, outside guy, not the greatest yeah. in run support. Um I think maybe really I don't think maybe, very hot and cold as far as uh, how... Competitive he is, and that's been the thing that's okay. dogged him. Because athletically, he's like a four-three guy who's six foot three and has good feet, you know, uh, like soccer player feet. But mm-hmm. he'll have his good games, he'll have his bad games. I think he gets down on himself easy. So uh, confidence and competitiveness have been really the things that have dogged Akella Witherspoon. But he's a yeah, talented guy, and, and he it. started games in the NFL. So if you're looking for a fourth corner, not bad. If you're planning on him being, you know, a starter for you all season long and being consistent, then he might not be your guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I assume it's kind of a depth move. Take a take a stab at a talented player, see if you can reform him a little bit. But back to the task at hand yes. here. Sorry, I just know that my my trip to Maryland now is going to be flooded with radio calls from all over
1: <laughs> Oh, for, no. About to a, describe uh,
0: what a Keller Witherspoon uh,
1: Come on, Steelers. You had to do this to Williamson <laughs> on this weekend. Um, so back to the Defensive Player of the Year. So Quidi Pei is a dark horse one for me. I loved what I've seen Good from on. him, explosiveness coming off the edge there for the Colts defense. And uh, I I wanted to mention this because I didn't, I don't think they're going to win it, but offensive linemen, they deserve to win an award like this, potentially. Someone like Rashawn Slater. Could he yeah, ever win yeah. an Offensive Rookie of the Year award? Probably not, but uh, i loved everything I've seen from him. And, you know, if, uh, if that Chargers team is as good as I think they are, maybe he could potentially sneak into some conversation like that.
0: This is a, a totally different topic almost, but it, the NFL should almost do awards. I know they do to some degree, but like the – like college and the Gursky Award, the Mackey Award, you know, for best rookie lineman. You know, something mm-hmm. like that would be, you know, it's just Tristan Wirfs deserves some credit for what he did last year. Right. I would, you know what not, I, mean?
1: I would not fight you if you said Tristan Wirth should have been offensive rookie of the year last year.
0: Right. He was probably the best offensive rookie.
1: But it's never going to happen.
0: No. <laughs> I'll go with Phillips barely over Davis. I've been okay. about him-hawing about that. Yeah.
1: All right. I like it. Let's see, where are we? Coach of the year? Coach of the year. Yeah, coach okay. of the year. Uh, we, we were talking about this off the air. We're looking at the bet online odds for the first coach to be fired, and I saw Vic Fangio's name in there. I would vote for him to be coach of the year over I would vote for him <laughs> to be the first, first fired, coach yeah. fired. But I could see things going south and and potentially uh, him getting fired if things don't go well. But uh, I think the Broncos will be competitiveness, uh, competitive enough, and I think – Vic Fangio is a really good coach, and I think the Teddy Bridgewater move might help that team win some games. But uh, the first coach fired, no way,
0: no way. I don't see that at all. Um, I'm going with Brandon Staley. Mm-hmm. You know, new. Gosh dang it! <laughs> uh, yeah, I mentioned Herbert. I have some Charger love. <laughs> yeah, same here. Better O line. You know, uh, if they can compete with the Chiefs, that might be enough after a lot of down years. Uh, my two dark horses are. Teams that that are expectations are a little low. Frank Reich right now is dealing with a ton of stuff. And, you know, those first five games, maybe the Colts end up one and four, but they end up winning the division with a, you know, a 10 and seven record. And everyone talks about how Reich brought this this team back despite all the hardships. And then another Homer one, though, Mike Tomlin. I mean, he never is in that conversation because he's just kind of a standard. But everyone expects the Steelers to be down by their standards, bad, you know, pick the under on the Steelers. If he sneaks them into the playoffs this year, he should get a little tap on the butt.
1: Those are all very good ones. I'm annoyed that you brought up Brandon Staley before I did because (laughs) he was sort of my dark horse pick there. There's so many good ones. I I think actually both of our teams, I think Kyle Shanahan. Have a chance, yeah. uh, Because I think those teams are really good. And Mike Tomlin is such a good coach. I think both teams are really good and should be. In it in the end, but they're not getting the credit of, you know, Tampa, Green Bay, Kansas City coming into the year. So it would look like maybe they did a better job than they actually did, even though they're both really good coaches and have really good rosters and should be in the playoffs and very competitive teams. And I, I'm actually surprised how down people are on the Steelers sometimes because they've got one of the better defenses in the NFL. They're well-coached yeah. and they got a Hall of Fame quarterback that's, you know, back and healthier than he's been in a while. And they've started to figure out their running game a little bit this offseason. Like, what's not to like about the Steelers right now?
0: Right, right. And I thought about Shanahan too, but, I mean, if the the Niners win the West, he handles the quarterback situation mm-hmm. very deftly, you know, uses them both and handle massages it really well. That might be enough.
1: It could be. But um, I think if you're actually a betting man, I would lean toward, I'm going to go Sean McDermott.
0: Good one. Good one. Yeah. Great coach. Great organization. Yeah.
1: And I think it's a little too easy for Arians and Andy Reid.
0: Yeah. And with all respect to Arians, I'm not cutting on him at all, but... Two great coordinators and a quarterback who does a lot of coaching himself. Like, I'm not saying Arians has an easy job, but (laughs) kind of has an easy job.
1: He he, he does, as far as head coaches (laughs) go, that that car kind of runs itself a little bit.
0: Yeah, at this point, I mean, they got it on the tracks. Just keep it moving, keep feeding the coal and moving along, you know?
1: Speaking of moving along, let's do that. Playoff teams, division winners, and Super Bowl champion next. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning back to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start. This 2021 season, as always bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. This season, get all the updated odds, props and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at Bet online, head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today and receive your 100% welcome Bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. From football to basketball, boxing, and your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Matt, we've got seven playoff teams in the AFC and NFC, respectively. We've got a bunch of divisions to go through and pick our Super Bowl champions at the end. So uh, how do you see this playing out? Uh, How do you how do you like these divisions to go?
0: I'll start in the AFC. I have my champions as Buffalo. No shock there. Kansas City. No shock there. Tennessee. Tennessee. Just because I think Indy's going to start slow and probably don't get to the point where they can knock them off. And the North was my hardest because I've been a little, you know, it's been a little bad mojo around the Ravens, but I'm still going to take Baltimore, trust them to figure it out and handle the marathon of the season.
1: I think it's hard not to pick the Titans in the South. I think it's hard not to pick. The Bills in the East, even though that division is going to be more competitive, I think top to bottom. The Jets are coming. The Dolphins are coming. The Patriots are never going to go away. They're going to be better. So it's going to be a fun division, but the Bills are are a powerhouse right now. I really like the Buffalo Bills and what's going on there. Um, In the West... uh, I really, really, really want to pick the Chargers. You know what? I'm going to pick the Chargers. Let's go. I'm going to pick the Chargers over Kansas City. I've kind of been – like, Kansas City is so good. It's hard to fade them. But I just think maybe a a half step back for Kansas City and the two steps forward that the Chargers, I think, are going to take could potentially be enough. So let's go. Let's just do it. Let's go Chargers here uh, and and complete the Chargers love that I have right now going forward. So Titans, Chargers, uh, Bills, and – how about those Brownies finally doing Brownies? it? Let's yeah. go, Cleveland Browns. I'm going to pick Baltimore to finish third behind the Browns and the Steelers, by the way, in the North.
0: Oh, look at you. Okay. Um, let's keep it in the AFC, though. I do have the Browns as my number one wild card team with like 11 wins, but just barely getting edged out by some tiebreaker or something like that to the Ravens. I get the Chargers going. You know, I just can't take them over Kansas City. You're a little bolder than me. And then I took the Steelers slightly over New England. New England has a much easier schedule than Pittsburgh, though. So that was that third wild card for me was really hard.
1: Yeah, that's tough. And we have a, a similar thing uh in the end here. So, you know, Chiefs gotta make it, even if I have the, mm-hmm. the Chargers winning di- the division there, which leaves me with two more. And even though I like a lot of those two. Real quick,
0: of... I apologize for interrupting, sure. but how much would you hate being the the best or the worst division winner? And your reward is you get to play the Chiefs in the wild card round. <laughs> oh, great!
1: <laughs> yeah, or Baltimore, or Baltimore, or something like that. Yeah, that's right, right, right. That I'll is very difficult. Oh, great. That would be rough. Uh, nobody else, you know, the, the South gets one. Uh, The North deserves two and maybe three. Like I kind of want to say that the Browns, Steelers, and Ravens all get in, but I feel like somebody in the East is going to go. Is it going to be Bill Belichick, or is it going to be his protege, Brian Flores? Um, Or is Robert Sala's team going to sneak out of there and win something? But I'll just go with uh, the entire North, essentially, and uh, the Steelers and, and Ravens getting in with the Browns.
0: Yeah, I had a hard time leaving the Patriots out, though.
1: It is it is tough. They were 7-9 last year with a completely depleted roster, but, but they have a rookie quarterback, and that's what makes me just right, pause right. a little bit. It's not going to be as easy for young Mac Jones once the regular season starts and teams start game planning for him.
0: 100% true. They have to play a certain way.
1: NFC division winners, Matt.
0: Green Bay, Tampa Bay. No shock there. Mm-hmm. Okay, get them out of the way. I'm taking your Niners narrowly in a, a, kind of like that AFC North conversation. Really tight at the top. Really good teams. And I mentioned it with my Chase Young conversation. I think Washington wins that division.
1: I'm with you. I like Washington. Uh, give me They're... Washington out of the East. Give me the Packers out of the North. Give me Tampa out of the South. And give me as many teams as possible out of the West, which for me is going to be uh, uh, Rams, Niners, Seahawks.
0: Me too. I, 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 The NFC is very different than the AFC for me because picking the division winner is fine. You do that first, and then you go, well, okay, who's next? Well, I think Seattle and the Rams are in really good shape, although like the AFC North, those guys are going to beat up on each other and lessen their chances of getting in. And then my last wildcard team, I just kind of looked around going, I can't go Minnesota. I'm not ready to jump on Carolina. I have some Saints questions. I'm taking two out of the East as Dallas is my seventh seed.
1: See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm I'm putting my money on that. Uh, first coach fired is Mike McCarthy. Uh, I, I just, there's there's too much that I'm worried about with Dallas and too high of expectations. I, I just, I'm not seeing it. And if Dak is not 100% Dak, that could be a problem there. And I'm, I'm not buying the improvements on defense either. Not buying the coach and staff. That's a tough one for me. So I'm just only taking Washington again. Out of the East. Uh, for me, the tough part is trying to figure out the order of those NFC West teams. And if I'm picking Russell Wilson to win the MVP, then I got to pick Seattle to win the division, I guess. And and the 49ers maybe third, but is that enough to get in with the last wild card spot? There's just you know bringing along that rookie quarterback and and how the two quarterback thing works. And uh, it's it's a narrow path for Kyle Shanahan to tread this season. So I'll go Seahawks, Rams, 49ers in that order. But 49ers get that last wild card spot.
0: Okay, so who were your three wild cards?
1: Uh, Didn't you say yeah, yeah? So it's uh yeah, so 49ers, Rams, and Seattle. I'll go. I'll go. Seattle's the division winner. Um, I you have. Oh, I I need one more wild card. Yeah, well, like I say one more NFC realize. team. Oh.
0: That's why I had the hardest. That was my hardest thing was coming up with yeah,
1: seven. That's true. Well, in the, in you, the N- I I want to say Bears with Justin Fields if he Ooh. plays enough. I, I'm I'm not big on the Vikings. Detroit I mean, is going to be awful. The Carolina though. Carolina I thought about Carolina Carolina's calling me out as that team that's going to take the step this year so give me the Panthers
0: okay they were actually my second choice I took Dallas over Carolina feel like I might be leaving the Saints a little short but I just think that the 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 stress of the season is going to wear on the Saints so, and it's possible
1: it's possible I mean we could see and the these divisions are good enough maybe less so the Bengals in the north but NFC West all four teams could get in the playoffs I love the how that's possible.
0: That's amazing, but you're right. I mean, unlikely. Arizona might be a better team than Dallas or Carolina.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, for or sure. If, if the Cardinals right, were in the know. East, I would just pick them to win the division, probably.
0: Right. Or, or if they're in any other division, I might just pick them as a wild as
1: card. As a wild card, right. Yeah. But those yeah. teams are going to beat up on Point. each other. Does that make it more difficult for them to even have wild cards, period, in the West and in the North? That's another one. But I think there's oh, enough yeah. non division opponents there that those teams, the good teams will win and the good teams will get in with seven. Total playoff teams in each conference.
0: Yeah. And I don't see the Ravens, Browns, Niners going 6-0 and 0 in their division.
1: Right. Nope, exactly. Good stuff. Super Bowl. Super Bowl
0: champ. Have a great, oh, I was to say, have a great weekend. I <laughs> not, to quite, not quite yet. What do you got, Super Bowl? I have a feeling we're the same team. And it's not one of the top two teams in my power rank. Oh. correct?
1: Uh, you're correct so far.
0: And they play in upstate New York.
1: Uh, we do have the same team.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yep.
1: Maybe we talk took. to each other too much.
0: Maybe, but you took Bills for for Coach of the Year. I was like, he's going to pick the Bills for the Super Bowl too, <laughs>
1: isn't he? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Who are the Bills yeah. defeating in the Super Bowl, though? Your Niners. Oh, Bills! Niners taking it back to like 1991, uh, Those those nineties teams. The Niners were uh, the early late eighties, early nineties, where the Niners were winning Super Bowls and the Bills lost four straight.
0: Yep, yep. I mean, that's we we saw a lot of Niners and Bills in Super Bowls as younger folks, and I think that's that's my matchup. That's my prediction.
1: I'm going. I'm going to stay in the West, and I'm going to go Rams. I'm gonna say it's to the Rams all, as a wild will, card team. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're gonna lose the Super Bowl, but as a wild card team, they're gonna they're gonna go through the playoffs, and and those teams are gonna be battle tested coming out of the West. It's hard not to pick Tampa and KC, but I just didn't want right, to pick right. Them. So uh, I didn't want if to I was either, putting money honest. on it, I'd put Tampa, <laughs> I'd put Tampa and KC as as repeat Super Bowl, but
0: yeah, and I I don't know. I mean, uh, your Rams pick is strong though. I mean, that's a pretty good, um, you know, pretty good indicator that I would put a buck on Stafford for MVP. Right, I know yeah, they, it's, it's just, a regular season award. Stafford
1: but. has to be so much better than Goff. And Stafford with McVay, so I don't know how that's going to yeah. go, but it could go great. And it could maybe just become mediocre. But the po- the high-end possibilities are really high there with I the other talent bad. on that roster. If things go well health-wise, which they have the last few years, Stafford is who we think he is with McVay and with the weapons they have. Uh, the Rams have to be really good.
0: I agree. and So... I, I can't see it being a disaster. I could see it being slightly disappointing in that they don't reach their goal, but I think it's going to be really good. I mean, just the downfield passing the windows that opens for a really good coach and system. I, I love that marriage.
1: Fantastic. Have fun this weekend, Matt. I know you are make traveling and, and doing your fantasy football draft as are probably a ton of our listeners. I'll be doing a fantasy football draft. I will be traveling as well. So it's going to be good fun And we'll all be back here Tuesday to talk about it. Right here, Peacock and Williamson.